Welcome to JV Reads the T. The T stands for tarot, honey. I'm JV Hampton Van Sant. Each week, I am joined by a guest and I read their tarot cards. I use the Wild Unknown deck and the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit decks by Kim Kranz to dive deep with a special six-card reading. And, of course, we go on usually pretty related tangents. So grab your wand, light a candle, and let's spill that tea, honey. What is up, witches and bitches? Uh, Welcome back to the show. Um, So today... Our guest is a very, very, very dear friend of mine, Eamon Connolly. Eamon, say hello to the people. Hello, people. Hello, JV. Thanks so much for having me here. I am absolutely thrilled to have you here. This is super fun um, and very, very exciting. Um, So I guess like the the best place to start is um, I think generally for the people, what might people know you from slash also um, how would you like people to find out more about you? I'm going to ask that again at the end of the show, but like just generally at the beginning, what's an overview of like things you do in life that are fun and important to you? Uh, You'll know, (laughs) you'll know me from uh, I'm that passing thought that that you're confused about because it makes no fucking sense it's like huh what if i put these rocks into my mouth and chewed them no i can't do that that's me i'm that thought in your head no uh, <laughs> um i you'll, you'll also know me from primary school when my art teacher called me quirky that's that's one of my other things i put on my resume also, one time, uh, I last year when I quit my full time job, I uh, I went to apply for some uh, jobs in podcasting, and in one of the interviews, I told the interviewer that I my work style was chaotic, uh, the good kind of chaotic, and I they said, that. "That's great. I'm going to take that and then use it." <laughs> I was like, okay, and then uh, at the end of the interviews, they offered me a position, which I didn't take because I, I didn't vibe with the company exactly. But I, that's buck wild. That is such a weird. Um, I love that so much, though. <laughs> it's oh, ridiculous. Um, so I think that I mean, so I mean, that's where that's that's where you would know me from. Those kind of vibes. But um, what I've been doing, I guess, is I did a comedy podcast for a while with a good friend of mine. Um, called but yeah that's now redundant actually I'm not going to mention that never mind that's <laughs> it's like a year a year and a half old all right um um I, I where would you where would you know me from um i can give one little prompt which is um i oh uh which is i so one fun thing to just generally point out i think at this point is there is a slight lag between us. I believe it's about like a second and a half or so. Just letting us both know that that is happening. Um, But uh, how we met um, was via something wonderful right away. We were both uh, on an episode of that doing some improv. And 
It was really fun. And I still, when I think back to that moment, I'm still very confused how I was not, how I wasn't stoned during that. Um, I don't know. It's just <laughs> interesting. Just a wild time. <laughs> it was wild. Um, yeah. Improv, at least something wonderful right away, which is like the only um, sort of structured improv at all with someone who does it that I've done is a very, very, very strange vibe. Yeah, I get, to I totally get what you mean. It's like, what, what, what is this feeling right now? This is really, really weird. Um, and then it just continues and then it's over and you completely forget about it. Yep. That pretty much sums up how that went. Um, I I loved doing it. It was so fun. It was like, I, I'm excited to hopefully get back to doing it again. Um, that was my first, I, I think you were there for my second time doing improv ever in my life, um, which is fun and wild, but I mean, hey, that just is how that is. Um, it was good. It was a good time. Um, yeah, so I think that was... You've appeared first... on that show. That is a thing that has happened. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think that was the first, like, uh, improv that I've done um, outside of, like, TTRPG stuff and just, like, fun, uh, ridiculous roleplay with friends in, like, a comedy situation or whatever. Um, and it's a very strange... It's a very strange thing. Um... Yeah, my brain, my brain's still not working <laughs> at full, full capacity. Um, That's all right. I think um, I, as an explanation to the listeners, so um, as you could probably guess by um, by the the accent on my very dear friend here, he's in Australia. Um, <laughs> he's in Sydney, Australia, which. Um, so at the time of recording this, for me, it is 8.30 in the evening, which means it is 10.38 or so in the morning for you, which is early as hell. Uh, just That's early as hell. I I wouldn't be actually awake at that time. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it is, it is kind of early for how my sleep schedule has been. Um, personally, I'd like to, I'd like to be awake at this time more often, but it's just so, it's so hard. Um, yeah, Australia, um, it, we call it the, it's the big triangle. If you, if you trace out the map of Australia and you only use three points, it's, it's the big triangle. That's what we call it. It's a tri, oh my God, it is a triangle, isn't it? Like, I, I see the shape of it now that you say that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I see it. Yeah. If you... I always thought it was a little bit more shaped like a bean. <laughs> it's, um, no, it's not. It's not shaped like a bean. That would be ridiculous. It's a triangle. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with it. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. So, um. Generally speaking, uh, how have things been overall going? Um, I I know that that uh, I guess things have been. Oh, sorry. There's like my little sister is in the bathroom at the moment, um, which is on the opposite side of my wall from my microphone. Um, it's more the fact that she's screaming in there, which is <laughs> what I'm gonna have to cut. 
That's <laughs> kind of annoying. Um, but I don't, hopefully it wasn't picking up like too strongly, but in any case, um, I know that um, we were talking uh, yesterday about um, sort of how uh, how uh, folks in your country have been handling the pandemic. Um, uh, what has, what has, I guess, Hmm. A question I haven't really been asking everybody, but like I think is a general good question is what have you learned about yourself during this pandemic? Okay. I I think mine is strange because I've learned <laughs> that I was not benefiting from the freedom of being able to go anywhere before the pandemic because <laughs> last year I quit my <laughs> full-time job. Um, to focus on freelancing and creating things um, for no money, but that's fine. Um, and, um, and in that time, like I've been doing everything from home and like occasionally getting freelance work out in the city. But um, I noticed that like as the pandemic got worse here and things started to lock down, I was like, huh. This isn't actually that different for me. <laughs> and most of my <laughs> friendships are online. Even the ones who live literally 500 meters down the road, I talk to mostly online. Um, something that <laughs> I'm dedicated to resolving um, as time goes on and having cups of tea with them more often. <laughs> but um, yeah, thing, it's weird. Things kind of, for me personally, uh, my, my mobility, like... W- me going out into the city is pretty much the same, which is a little uncomfortable. Hmm. I can understand that. I mean, I was finding for me towards the beginning of all this that like, I I said I was going to be okay. Um, and then immediately realized that I was wrong. Um, <laughs> more because I, I sort of realized um, how much I, as a human being, like, I always thought I didn't like um, human touch or human contact. Like, I I have had issues with that before. Um, But about month, uh, well, I guess it was still during month one, I suppose. Um, That is when I sort of realized, oh, no, I, I, I thrive off of this and I absolutely need this to be able to survive and live. Uh, yikes um which uh not a great thing to realize during a pandemic but well i guess it's a standard human need so like it makes sense but oof. yeah and Lord, for me it's, it's like wild. it's like it's come kind of at the start of like a, a mental health journey of my own of just like in the past few years i've like in the past few years i like realized i've struggled with this of like um going out often and um seeing people as often as i want to um because of like depression and so i mean in a way it's kind of highlighted that for me uh and it's also Mm -hmm. like i have i have seen people less so there has been that like feeling of wanting to do stuff and not being able to do it um especially in march when australia when when sydney went into um like higher restrictions and there was a lot more uh stuff going on about it 
Did I, like I mentioned to you, it's wild. Um, the government was like on track, and, I, and we shouldn't talk about this for too long. But the, oh, it was so frustrating seeing our government um, advertise like Tourism Australia, like um, heading into a, a fully open Australia uh-huh. in July. And I was just like watching that through from like March to like the the months following March, leading up to July. Them just like constantly advertising about like. Oh, we're preparing to open up Australia in a bunch of different stages. Uh, schools are getting ready which, to... And, which uh, has truly been, for me, like, seeing that kind of thing just anywhere in any country, my only thought has been, wow, that's, like, optimistic on a level that I, as a person with depression, will never understand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, never been that optimistic in my life. Just ever um oh man yeah so like can we just chill for like a second um and also recently they they actually started asking people to wear masks on trains which is nice oh good yeah oh good i'm glad they finally did that yeah like six (laughs) months in oh god oh no (laughs) oh god real cool uh yeah, uh, gotta hate it, to be honest with you. I was gonna say, gotta love it. I'm like, no, actually, that's incorrect. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, hmm. So, this journey with mental health, um, it feels like a wild time for mental health, just generally, uh, for obvious reasons, but, um, What's been uh, some of the points, I guess, um, so you mentioned you've been sort of on this mental health journey for the past uh, uh, three years or so. Um, what have been some of the uh, sort of points of realization along that along that journey? I would say, well, I mean, to start with, like, it's been a mental health journey for like 10, 15 years, but um, the last three <laughs> years... Um, just been like some major turning points of like, um, I was in this long-term relationship that made me really uncomfortable and I finally got out of it like three years ago or something like that. Um, and then I was in this full-time job until last year that made me really uncomfortable and I finally like got out of that. Um, and just like in the wake of that, thinking about how those things had affected me. Um, and thinking about where I was before those things as well and how, like, I had always had, like, a touch of something going on that was bothering me. Um, because I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a songwriter as well, I write lyrics and random, like, poetry stuff. And so I have this archive of my own stuff to look back through. And that's... Boy, is that a ride. Oof. I've, <laughs> I've done that, too. I've I've been on that, like, I've... I hate reviewing old writing. Like, I really do. So I I do my best to never go back and do that. But um, in moving, uh, moving house that I did kind of recently, um, I guess I say kind of recently, it was almost a year ago. I don't know. That still feels recent. Uh, but like in doing that, um, I like went back and I found like a bunch of journals and had to sort of go through and figure out what was worth keeping and what wasn't. Um, there were no real good prompts or anything or like things I really wanted to pick up in the old ones um, and bring them back to now. Um, 
least of all the book of lyrics. My God, that was a terrible, terrible time <laughs> reviewing that. Oh no. Yeah. Uh. Um I mean I'm at peace with my 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 past like abilities and writing and things like that, which is good. I'm just like, ah, it's what it is <laughs> and it's who I was and what I was dealing with. Um yeah, no, I, I mean, think... I, I suppose it would also help generally that um you, that you are a person with musical talent, which I uh, was not when I was writing things. That's why I was displeased with going back and listening to um things that I or going back and reading things that I'd written without any sort of like actual ability to put them to music at all um, or anything of that nature and even if i had called them poems it wouldn't have worked uh <laughs> so yeah yeah um yeah i mean i i'm i'm happy with my my talent level at the moment like i i did a live stream last night on twitch um you can follow me on twitch if you want to see audio experiments um i did a live stream where i went on free sound and i don't know if you've ever been on free sound um, looking for a specific mm. sound, like a Creative Commons Zero sound to use in your project. Um, but mm -hmm. when you do look for that, what you ultimately will find if you scroll through the results for the thing you're looking for is a bunch of sounds that aren't tagged as being made by a human mouth, but almost certainly are. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no yeah and it's something i've been frustrated with for a while of just oh. like every time i go to try and find like oh i need a horse sound and then it's like someone going like, and then they didn't even tag it as human oh or mouth God. or anything like that it's just horse and they're like a nice horse making a yell <laughs> oh no um so <laughs> in, the, in the stream last night I was actively searching for those types of sound and then I made a song out of it. And so I'm very hot off um, the the vibe of, oh, wait, I can actually put sounds together and make them sound like something even when they started from utter chaos. <laughs> that is utterly incredible. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Um, oh, man. That is good. I'm going to have to tune in uh, and definitely check those out because that just sounds like a good time. I mean, granted, it was definitely during a time where I was fully asleep, but like I, I will have to check that out, hopefully well conscious. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So it's like, I forget where we were. It was like a, <clears throat> the last few years have been. Uh, seeing the contrast in how I feel without those things that were like stressing me um, and seeing what stayed and what is gone now, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, totally. And just also, and, and being made aware, being made aware of my like, uh, my parents' mental health and how that probably impacted me and my siblings growing up. Mm. Yeah, that does tend to have a pretty big impact on us, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Um it it's all it's I think interesting in this particular 
you know, overall generation um, where we are by and large more in tune with understanding mental health and at least understanding its impact on us and the people around us. Um, understanding in big, big quotes there, because I mean, how much could we actually fully understand yeah. about mental health overall? Um, that's um, that's really but, that's really deep. But also, I want to. I just do want to go back onto your transcript with a highlighter and just uh, put a and <laughs> just highlight the word overall generation because that yeah I do love the overall generation. All these the teens who are all in overalls. <laughs> That's the only fashion there Listen. is now. <laughs> and it's very I'm very I... I'm very tired of these these generation overall who <laughs> keep showing up <laughs> and protesting uh... my 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 Republican ideas. Oh my god. It is a it is a group full of farmers. It is solely farmers. That is that is all that is those are the only people I mean who are it, in that generation. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it's agree. like oh my god. It's all the um it's all the queer um generation the queer millennials and gen Z. Oh man, I can't even remember. Gen 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 Y. What what are the generations? Millennials and the smaller ones. I... Um, it's all the queer ones who <laughs> who have daydreamed of taking all their friends away to live on a big property, uh, and create us like a queer commune. That's the overall generation. I feel fully called out. <laughs> I feel fully called out. Like I didn't have that conversation with my friends literally yesterday. Like <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, honestly, truly, queer people really do love either just a full either a romper or a or a pair of overalls. And honestly, we should because we look incredible in them. There's just a general fact. Um we just we tend to look incredible. We are kind of the best at looking incredible. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah so i think would be good to uh get into the cards so the way that i normally uh do these readings is they go past present and future um well sorry correction let me fix that order we normally go past present problem solution future and then we have a sort of bonus card that uh, contains the animal spirit that we should embody moving forward. Um, so we're, we, we start off as one would imagine with all of this in the past, in, in the past section, because it's the first one and why not? Um, I'm confused as to whether or not. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay. Um, cool. I so while uh we go through this I'm going to send you um photos of the cards because the cards are pretty yeah and and uh that also helps um us be able to figure out what they mean a little bit um some of the symbolism and whatnot is in there and uh so this first one is the 2 of pentacles and it has a lovely butterfly on it um 
it is. I, I'm sending it to you in Messenger, by the way, uh, just to be uh, clear. Um, which is also just a fun part that's going to be in a lot of these episodes, which is where I'm sending things to people. I'm like, <laughs> okay. It doesn't particularly matter to the listeners. Um, they're never going to see these messages. Uh, but, yeah. well. Um, it informs the listener about what kind of person you're talking to. Exactly. This person is Messenger. Also Twitter, but I mean, like I could I could have sent these via Twitter, but it just felt like this was easier and faster. Um I don't know. You and I tend to communicate more often via Messenger. It's faster and and it's right there. Okay. Oh. So in reviewing this card, the Two of Pentacles, um it's uh it's funny because we've already, we already a little bit talked about it. Um, this card, I, I honestly, uh, it, it represents balance and change. Uh, the change tends to be specifically to, um, like a job or f- a financial situation. And given that this is in the past, I'm imagining this was uh, about the change from last year of uh, going from the uh, full time job that you had to not that one um to what you're doing now and focusing more on freelance yeah going from full-time job to nothing for a while (laughs) um oh god and then and then some things and now more things Mm. which you know standardly as those things go usually when we make the shift (laughs) to doing freelance um yeah, there's just a good chunk of time where not much is happening at all, but then suddenly, boom, everything is happening, and it's stressful. Um, <laughs> mm. Oh, man. I deal with that with voice acting a lot. Like, I just suddenly have, like, 20 gigs that I happen to be in all at one time, and I'm like, I don't... It's fine. This is all good. Work is always good, but also... Oh my god, this is the most stressful thing I've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that's pretty clearly what this one is about. Which is actually lovely to have um, the first card in a reading be so very specific and clear. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's just... It's lovely. That's honestly been a little bit trickier. Um... Because I tend to, like, I go into these not so much with a question already set out, but thinking of a person and just sort of whatever, like, whatever that person needs to know, whatever the universe thinks this person needs to be thinking about. Um, That's sort of how I approach going into all of these. Oh. Okay. So your second card. Is the present position, and it is very, very lovely, and means something also similarly very lovely. Um, so all right, sending the photo over, it has a bunch of sticks, and one of the sticks looks like it's on fire, but um, by which it means as like a sort of as a sort of torch, as like a little little thing being held up. The good, a good thing. Um, it. Exactly. It is a good fire, which feels like a weird thing to say, given we were talking yesterday about (laughs) the fact that, you know, just one of our states is fully on fire at the moment. And we're like, well, 
just keep going. Ah. Um, <laughs> some fire is good. I mean, even the controlled fires that like you sort of have to do in some forests to like keep them sustained and sort of prevent um, prevent for larger forest fires. Um, I guess I can see it being useful, but that's not really the point. Um, the, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that I means mean, yeah. nothing at all. I don't know so. if. Um... Like people in the US are aware, but Australia had its worst bushfire season ever last year, at the end of last year. And all Oh yeah. All around the place. Oh no. We were definitely aware. Great. We we saw we saw a lot of we saw a lot of videos. It was insane. Like I remember looking at that and thinking, I don't understand how that is even possible. And what that was actually that was at the beginning of this year, wasn't it? Like the the very beginning of 2020. I remember like well, there being a lot of memes being like, oh, we're starting off the year with Australia being on fire. Yeah. Well I mean I okay, <laughs> Which... so there's like there was two of them. That mm-hmm. was the end of last year, I think, where the the cities were full of smoke. Uh, and it literally hurt oh, to no. breathe outside, and it, hurt, it sucked to breathe uh, inside because our apartment has bad ventilation. Um, and then oh, no. there was the start. Of, uh, uh, the start of this year when I think it was mostly Victoria, if I remember. Um, but yeah, mm. last year it was. I mean, it, it's the first time bushfires have sort of threatened um, people I care about. Like I haven't, I haven't really mm. dealt with that. Like. Growing up, I, I grew up in uh, uh, like a, a property um, out like 30 minutes away from the nearest small town in a forest in a house. Um, and bushfire was like a vague, like distant threat that we were thinking about sometimes of like, oh, what will we do? Um, but it was never like, oh, this is going to come and consume everything. And then at the end of last Ooh. year, I think I think it was at the end of last year, the fire started happening like all over the place and it was big it was huge and people who live mm-hmm. people who had families in the area that i have families were talking about how their family home had been obliterated um completely burnt to the ground in the fires and we were like watching the fire tracking maps wondering if the mm-hmm. the fire line is going to come closer and closer to the people i care about and that that was scary Oof. I mean, absolutely thankfully, absolutely thank- that is- yeah God. thankfully though i i haven't been affected by it I, no one i love is gone and i know some people have been and that's that's really that's really hard Oof. um so that, that's sort of like that experience is kind of what like has made me think a lot more about the climate crisis and so i've been trying to volunteer with um some podcasters who do stuff around that um nice climactic in australia and i'm just trying to help them Mm -hmm. like get i'm trying to help them with getting anyone who wants to volunteer to make a podcast like what they need Mm -hmm. to like make it happen that's what's up oh that's awesome that is so cool that's a really good i'm i am glad to hear that um and actually that does tie into this card a little bit um so this card in the present position represents courage and inner strength, which I would say um, <laughs> it requires both of those things to be able to advocate for others. Um, and even if the others is 
the environment as a larger whole um <laughs> like that still that still counts and it does take um sort of courage to be able to do that and also conviction which it sounds like you have yeah well how how do you define conviction what's that exactly um a belief that there is a right thing to do and seeking that right thing to do and doing it okay yeah i mean i guess I mean, it sounds like it. It sounded like like part of I think part of that is um, is a thing that we're able to do with volunteer work. Um, I because of time things haven't uh, been able to volunteer at all uh, for pretty much anything. But I whenever possible, I do um, my best to spread the word of things that I care about that are important to me. Um, and also, even if the thing doesn't necessarily seem super important to me, I spend a lot of time trying to, I like, if something doesn't necessarily feel like the biggest deal to me, but for somebody else, it super is, I do my best to try to at least understand why it is super important and come up with like the, um, the sort of connection to like, come up with a sort of connections that I can like, make sure I'm empathizing correctly. Yeah. But that's sort of my general thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I guess conviction throws me because I'm just like, it's so hard to know what the right thing to do is with the energy you have, if you know what I mean. Like, um, yeah. Sometimes, like, helping some climate podcasters, like, get um, their, like, their production um, a little bit better um, feels good. But then sometimes it's just like, oh, ultimately that's probably nothing (laughs) and it would make much more of an impact to like do a lot more active things like showing up places or sending emails to specific people or something um i suppose it's it's just hard to feel confident in doing something that is actually affecting anything but i do know small things affect things they do i um one of the things that i um so back in June, when like the uh, riots out here like really started to kick off, um, one of the things that I immediately knew is that like, listen, I I'm never going to go out and protest. I don't do that. Um, but like, I don't do that because one, crowds are just not a thing that I feel comfortable with, but especially not during a pandemic. But like, even prior to that, I don't do well with like large crowds. Um, but also the type of advocacy that I am able to do well is usually one-on-one advocacy. But also there's a need for warriors on the front line, but there is also always need uh, for medics, um, for the medic to be there to help the person who is actively out there doing things and to support in that background capacity. And that is the thing that I do. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. That's a good way of explaining it. Yeah, yeah, and th- that's how I would describe what um, that's how I would, what how I would describe what you're what you're doing with like helping um, get those production values up so people can hear the message. That's exactly what that is. Yeah, um, yeah, I get really excited when I get to like um, look at what people are like making with it. Um, because I, I like recently I did a thing where I like 
It's like we need to find some way to like get um, either promo clips or like create um, new content from all these like long interviews that we have. So I threw them all into like a mm -hmm. transcription program um, and just like looked over the transcripts and just like listening to some of the clips. It's it's wild the some like some of the stories that people have been able to like record that probably wouldn't um, probably wouldn't exist in that form without Climactic doing what they're doing. Um, is really cool. Mm -hmm. Like listening to there's like someone who's on like the council for bushfire recovery or something, talking about like people losing their homes and things like that, um, and just hearing her stories about it is really interesting. Absolutely, oh, absolutely. So, okay, so I just flipped over uh, your next card, and I think it actually. <laughs> Oh God! Um, so <laughs> uh, I can't help but laugh when I when I see this because um, these things sort of just wind up happening where things sort of come up, and I'm like, I feel like we a little bit were just touching on this, like just generally, which is uh, the four. Your card is the Four of Cups. Um, this one, this card is. I guess still pretty if this is a type of animal that you are okay with. Um, th th there's a rat sit sitting on top of four goblets. Um, oh, and hell yeah. That's, oh, okay. It's shaped like a friend. Good. So you like them. That's good. It's like, I don't, okay. I don't have an issue with rats per se. I just don't like them near me. Like, I just don't want them to touch me. But I also don't want most of the animal kingdom to touch me. So it's really not like <laughs> a specific rat thing. Just I don't want it touching me. No, um, no I, I, me, and, me and my boyfriend have a huge love for rats. Um, we don't um, have any or have any access to them. But they're very cute creatures. <laughs> Mm. that's so fun i i guess they're like i don't know why it just this is so dumb the thought that just dawned on me it's like i guess they would have rats in australia i feel so <laughs> stupid like that thought literally just crossed my mind like i guess because typically what i think of when i think of australia is like other other types of small animals that are very very adorable but that you don't necessarily see in a lot of places, um, which I guess I, I'm sure those are still there. Absolutely. Um, but those are not, but also so are rats and probably squirrels. Like no, not squirrels. And I think, I don't think we got those. Wait, really? No, squirrels are cute. I don't oh. think we have them. Oh my God. Yeah. It's unfortunate. That I'm learning so much that is so wild to me. <laughs> like I can't. That's. I don't know why that's blowing my mind that there aren't squirrels. <laughs> I guess because squirrels just feel like I don't know. They feel very. I don't know. They're adorable, but very weird. And and I'm used to seeing them. I've also only ever heard them make noises literally once in my life. Um, it was when I was in college. There was this squirrel who was just holding a nut in the middle of the street and screaming. <laughs> like, just, like, it was just like eyes closed, just screaming as if somebody had just run over this nut, but this nut was its brother. You know what I mean? Like that was, 
that was the vibe and it was so funny like i just oh my god i could not deal it was the most wild thing uh, uh but yeah yeah i've had a quick look. i haven't it seen it like since we do have some squirrels but not many they're introduced species they're not meant to be here uh uh-huh. Some of them, they're over in Perth in Western Australia, and they're uh, illegal, I think. They're not meant to be here. And they're, I think they're actually zoo escapees. Oh, I, oh, oh my God. The fact that squirrels are in a zoo is so funny to me. Because <laughs> there's one, like, literally in a tree outside of my door right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I guarantee if I were to go outside, I will find a squirrel within 10 minutes. <laughs> like, it's not, like, they're... And it and it will be in my yard. Like it's not. I don't have to leave my yard to find one. Yeah, yeah. There, but also like, how did they get? Oh, I guess I guess if it's a zoo, you would import them. But like, uh, how? They're imported. <laughs> how do no, they... we we imported them oh through entertainment, God. like rats, like Australian zoos. It's all squirrels, rats. Um, we've also got a couple. Uh, uh, I don't know, otters. I don't think we have those either. <laughs> and then uh, that sounds insane to me. Y'all, <laughs> well, I don't know. Y'all got wallabies, so that makes up for not having otters, I guess. Yeah, they're, the, they're like the otters of the land. Uh yeah. The fact that y'all have marsupials is a thing that I just deeply envy because I I like them. They're, yeah, all of them tend to be just the, unanimously adorable. The to me. secret rats. <laughs> the secret rats that the American government won't tell you about. Oh my god. <laughs> They're much cuter. Um they <laughs> they don't they don't lay eggs like regular rats. <laughs> they don't lay eggs like regular rats. Rats don't whatever, you know what? That doesn't feel like the time to break up how mammals work. Um, <laughs> um. <laughs> I like that this um this this card has the the rat on the cups and the moon and on the cups it looks like it's got some good it looks like it's got some multi track audio. <laughs> that is what those look like. Oh my god, that's a, I love the illustration on these cards. This is my favorite deck. Um, oh shit, I forgot to shout out the person who made these. Um. The person who made these uh, these decks, her name is Kim Kranz. This is the uh, Wild Unknown tarot deck uh, that we're using now. We'll, later on, there will be the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit deck. Um, I love them both. And for the listeners, you can find those in the show notes because I don't want to get sued. Um, so you can have access to those decks if you want to down there and you can learn more about... Uh, the woman who made these as well as the uh, sort of larger i guess community around them um all those links are in the show notes because um again i don't want to be sued uh so there's that um but anyway what this card means is uh well its subtitle is greed and discontentment um or greed and discontent not necessarily discontentment um those feel like the same word but also Maybe not. Whatever. My... Oh, actually, never mind. Discontentment is actually on here. Um... <laughs> it sounds so... like a. Uh, it sounds like a old like uh, like a. Sounds like a. Uh, hmm. 
I don't know what channel would run it, but uh, a, a dramatic, a dramatic se- TV series, or ne- maybe a Netflix original <laughs> set in like the eighteen hundreds. Discontentment, greed, and discontent. It sounds. Oh my god, it reminds me of. Um... Oh god, there is a. There's a movie with Meryl Streep that I have never seen. The title is literally one word. I believe she's a nun in that movie. And I don't remember what it's called. Is it perhaps but... is it perhaps called Nun? No. Because Meryl Streep wasn't in that one. That was a horror movie. This one was a drama. <laughs> Oh, that's actually, that's my issue. I was like, no, Meryl Streep wasn't in that, and it was a drama. Um, not a, not, nope, they, no, hold on, I'm going to look this up, because it's gonna bother me otherwise. Um, it, it was, um, I'm gonna see it, and it's gonna be, like, so, or was she not in this movie? Actually, I don't know what's happening. It's not Julia. That's not what I'm thinking of. Um, but I don't remember. It's not, there's not really a point to that other than I was thinking about it um, because it ha- It sounds like the word discontent, like just generally, but I don't remember what the title is. It doesn't matter. This isn't about Meryl Streep. This is about you. <laughs> Oh God. Um, but yeah, so this is um this card is basically just indicating that that you f- might feel a little unsteady. Hmm. That there is something that you are longing for. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I, I would love more stability. <laughs> um I'd love more, um, more like connection throughout my week. Um, mm. Which, like I was saying, it's something that I've been working on. It's something that's been like a long time coming, like breaking out of my, uh, like, I don't know. I don't want to call it antisocial. That 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 doesn't feel right. That mm. seems more actively avoiding things. Well. Well, especially because you actively are communicating with people. Yeah. We talk almost daily. <laughs> you you do talk to people. Yeah. But... Um, it's more of, yeah. I think it's like... Oh, the movie I was thinking of was Doubt, by the way. Oh, excellent. <laughs> that took me so long. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, oh, I've lost my gay card. I can't identify a Meryl Streep movie. Oh, no. Lord of mercy. um i would say oh man yeah so it's like i'm hoping i'm hoping with work that more stability is coming which is promising um but there's no guarantee of that and then in my personal life i'm still aware that i'm quite i'm not super social and i don't um like for for months through um the the pandemic i didn't organize any like online chats with people um, even though every week I was like oh I want to chat with people uh, and like talk mm-hmm. to people who are like um, I talk to like other I like see other people talking about organizing like weekly um, like 
video chats or like movie night or something online. Um, and I'd be like, oh, I should do that. And then it just didn't happen. Uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of that too. Yeah. It's easy to do that, I think, especially during this time, because like, I mean, God, it's just, it's so difficult to like get the actually gaining that engagement and like keeping that engagement just generally when like we're trying to avoid a lot of things is really difficult. Like, I the only reason I like really talk to like the only reason I really got on Twitter in the last week is literally because I I made bread and was very excited about it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was all it took just a good loaf of bread and that was me on twitter but um but yeah but i think i i will say you are actively working to correct that which is i think already good so you are already working to solve this problem which is wonderful yeah but it's just like i don't know there's just the weight of knowing that um i'd gone so long without figuring that out um Mm. that bothers me uh, and I, I guess the other thing is with discontentment would be like I'm annoyed at how um, neglectful I've been of like my surroundings, like try like wanting to like wake up and have a clean kitchen to eat breakfast in, um, mm. and just failing myself to do that. So la- lately, I've been like I've been like leaning into that discontentment, being like. I'm not happy with how this is. Um, so I'm going to like push myself to spend that extra 15 minutes before I go to bed to just like clear the benches off and wipe them. Um, and it works every time. It's great. Um, and then I forget to do it and then I lose track and then it goes three weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I stressed in my kitchen? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> See, <laughs> Sorry, that's making me laugh literally because I'm like, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> I, it makes a lot of sense to me because I, I constantly, um, I, I'm just fortunate that this isn't a show where people like have to see my surroundings because I know that if people came in to look at how at like how stuff is just piled up around me, people would start to assume that I just generally have a problem. Which is probably partially true. Um, but also there is the fact that I didn't have a dumpster for a good long while. Uh, so there was just stuff that like I couldn't get rid of that I wanted to. And now it's like packed away and buried under like other things. And I just I'm slowly but surely working my way through it like room by room to like get things out. But each ev- each and every time I do that, God, I feel so much better, like immediately so much better. Yeah. And I've actually, I like, I've had to lean away from um, indulging like my either creativity or curiosity with like, because I love, there's nothing I love more than sitting down my computer and coming up with a problem to solve for myself that literally doesn't matter for anything. Just like, oh, how do I, uh, how do I get my, how do I make my computer do this one very, very specific thing? Um, cause it'll help me with making a sound or like make my, make my, um, audio quality slightly better or something. And then spending like three hours indulging that like detective instinct of like, I need to look up 
a hundred different Google searches and browse forums until I find this answer. <laughs> it's so easy to do that, isn't it? Yeah, and I really enjoy it. I, I get a lot of satisfaction out of that, but I've had to lean away from doing that and stop myself because it just eats away the time I need to like survive and make sure I'm like uh, make sure I have an environment to exist in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see how that would be. I can see how that would happen. Um so I flipped over your card for um the solution because I honestly genuinely because I was curious. Um and that actually just led me to do um a slight bit of additional research on it um, because the card itself is uh, from the major arcana, which is the, the big heavy duty cards. Um, those ones are uh, usually are, hmm, I don't know what the right word is to use here. Um, the, um, hmm, those ones are usually the heavy hitters. Um, and the sort of big overarching concepts, uh, like other cards featured in this particular section are the world, <laughs> um, the sun, the moon, the stars, um, high priest, high priestess, lovers, death, all those are in this particular like array of things. Um, however, the one you got is temperance, which have... Uh, temperance as a card is one that I'm not super familiar with. Like, I whenever I think of temperance, my immediate thought is, uh, let's think back to the 1920s or whenever the fuck the temperance movement was, which I'm pretty sure was the 20s. I don't, I, 20s and 30s, I think. Uh, I don't know. History is not my strong suit. But um, I think of that when it literally was just abstinence from drinking or whatever. But oh. then as I was right. So as I was looking at temperance and the temperance movement, I then thought, OK, actually, temperance is on another thing that I use in my day job often. So this is a th this will take a second. Uh, but um, during my day job, I um, I train people um in positive psychology a lot um positive psychology basically just focuses on well as you would imagine the positive parts of psychology the things that keep us happy um or the things that we feel when we feel happy or when we feel fulfilled and things like that um one of the core concepts within that is that every human being on the planet has 24 signature strengths that are um that are that like i don't know we all have them we have them to varying degrees but we do all have all 24 of them and one of the categories of those um like sort of a larger header with like four different qualities underneath it is temperance um so i went to look at the website to be like okay Oh, virtues. Sorry, there are six virtues. That's the thing. Um, six virtues, 24 strengths. Um, and the category of temperance includes forgiveness, humility, prudence, and self-regulation. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's pretty relevant. Yeah, 
Honestly, it, it <laughs> is. It took me a little second to get there, but when I opened that up, I was like, oh, oh. Okay, I see it. I see it. Um, so basically, just starting to exercise that virtue a little bit more, and it'll help. It'll help pull you out of uh, pull you out of uh, either out of the the thing that feels like a rut, or um, <clears throat> or even more than that, it'll help you get back to um, back to feeling that connection and being able to connect with more people. So particularly when it comes to like for example self-regulation um actually like being diligent and going and doing the thing but also another key part of that um is that forgiveness is that forgiveness element because we're inevitably going to screw this up you know what i mean like when we make plans to do things just in especially if they're like daily ongoing plans we're gonna screw it up it's gonna happen that forgiveness element is not just forgiveness of other people it's also forgiveness forgiveness of ourselves and forgiveness when we are not able to live up to our own standards yeah i mean and that's a huge thing for like for me as someone who likes to create a lot of different things and is like every 3 months like huh i should make this other type of thing and learn how to do that um and that's so hard have, being forgiving with yourself of like oh not everything transfers over to this um <laughs> and uh, i'm not gonna be able so to make <laughs> what i want for now and that's all right yeah like i oh god i've been thinking about that a lot like i i haven't been writing at all for the last like year and i like i keep kicking myself for like not writing and not being able to write and then having like but the sort of forgiveness element of that is like i i know why i haven't been writing i know what happened that made me not want to write and because i know that and i know that i have to work through that like i'm not able to write right now but i'll be back to it i'll be back to it soon and when i get back to it um it'll be a good time uh but for now just sort of forgiving the fact that i'm not there yet is a sort of key part of that process in being able to get back to doing the thing that i love doing yeah um i have a i have a five episodes of a comedy podcast almost finished editing that i haven't looked at in months because it was um <laughs> it was meant to release in march <laughs> which i mean i mm. imagine uh, things physically didn't change that much for me, but there's a lot of weight of the world going on. Uh, and it just, yeah, the time for it um, personally. And also I made some mistakes in uh, how I sort of planned to do it. Um, that didn't work with my motivation. Mm -hmm. I was really hoping to have it all finished and then start releasing it. But I don't think mm -hmm. my motivation works in that way i don't think i can do that gotcha like i I think i need to have like I, I like need to have that pending deadline that's very real and tangible <laughs> in order to succeed at it that sounds like um underneath this virtue one of the things there is prudence and that's what that sort of ties into there um, sort of utilizing, um, utilizing that a lot of, okay, within, 
I why are words so difficult? My <laughs> God, like just for some reason, words are like impossible for me today. Um, but um, prudence in this particular case refers to being able to make a plan and hopefully follow the plan, but definitely being able to think over what you're going to do and establish within that plan for within establishing a plan there is also setting a deadline for yourself Mm. yeah um so i think yeah that's the part of that to exercise there yeah i think a big thing of it was just um needing more needing more knowledge on how my brain is able to create motivation because deciding Mm -hmm. that i needed to finish all these comedy episodes um, before I could release them was not conducive to it. I think it's much better for me to like pick like this is going to come out every week or every two weeks or something like that and have a deadline that's always running. Um, that'll probably work better for me. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like even for this show, like I'm like we're recording this right now, but it's not going to air for like a while. Like this is um the seventh one that I've recorded recorded and I've only aired two of them thus far um but I also know now that I'm on like I'm on a schedule that makes sense for like when I'm editing these and how I'm how to edit them and do so in such a way that like I can ensure that by the end of the week I will have this ready to like ready to be uploaded and ready to go uh so that when Tuesday comes around the episode can just go out and people can have it yeah um yeah like i i i don't like it's funny podcasting is one of the only things i can plan like that like that's the only thing in my life that i'm able to easily just be like (laughs) yes i can release this then i think it also has something to do with uh, like i'm not relying on other people when i'm editing it's like it's just me so i also know that i can get everything done um, and I also know I also am confident that I know what I'm doing and I'm able to accomplish how I want the thing to sound. It also helps that like I already recorded the thing, so it's not like it's not like I have to create the content. It's just that I have to fine tune the content and make it like pretty and then get that ready to go. Yeah. Um, which yeah, that's what I'm really enjoying with editing this TTRPG, um, which is it's a um it's a lasers and feelings hack that we made specifically for it um as a joke i love it it's uh, i love that game title <laughs> yeah it's um it's, it's um, so good. it's a willy wonka lasers and feelings hack um i don't think i think mm-hmm. when we looked for one we couldn't find one so we made one um we're going to release the pdf of it with the with the show um but yeah so it's a, it's like a dark journey into Willy Wonka's factory <laughs> and we don't have a, a name for the podcast feed it'll be on yet but um if you follow mm-hmm. if you follow me on Twitter you'll find it I will link to both of your Twitter accounts because you have two of them um, yeah I will magically be able to list both of them um because I'm good at things so um what listeners, when you go down to the uh, to the show notes and you see Eamon's name, um, if you click on Eamon's first name, you will go to the first Twitter account. Um, when you go to the second, uh, when you uh, click on uh, Eamon's last name, you will be able to go to the other the secret one. other account that I actually use. 
<laughs> oh, is that one a secret account? Should I not post that one? Oh, it's not a secret account. Oh, okay. It, <laughs> like, oh, I just wanted to make sure. It's weird. I don't know. It's like my creative slash personal account. It's like, this is where I come to talk to the cool people. <laughs> okay, fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I feel I feel honored. I feel honored and special <laughs> that I'm on that account. Um, yeah, um, that was where I saw the request that you put out that you wanted to uh, wanted to be on more shows, and that was how we set this up in the in like less than twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fun, fun to make that work. Yeah, um, but I'm temperance. Um, yeah, I guess I guess with life. It's just like, I don't know. It's, all, it's always that thing of like, there's a lot going on, but also there's very little happening. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do. I was thinking <laughs> that earlier today where I was like, I am busy. Like, and when I'm, when I said I was busy, I was just like looking at a bag of Cheetos. Like, I don't know. Like, I wasn't actually busy. I was like, I don't want to move. Like, I'm busy because I'm dealing with, like, I'm busy because I am depressed, which means I don't want to move. It doesn't actually mean that I have something I'm working on. It just means I'm not available. Yeah. Um... <laughs> which I think is also an important spot to be in. Like, that is also a thing, especially when we are working on, um, when we're working on our mental health specifically, being able to take that time and space when we need it is important. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, I think temperance touches on a lot of things that I've been thinking about <laughs> and that I need to like either act on or um, sort of like rebalance my expectations and be like, Oh, I'm already doing good with that. Um, and then be comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, the card, like the specific card page says bringing things back into balance, basically, is one of the things that um, sort of is involved in uh, in the process with this whole thing. So that makes sense. Yeah. I'm glad that one. I'm glad that one made sense. See, this is one of the things that's been happening lately with these cards is the problem will be a like legit problem, but the solution will be something that is a little bit amorphous and I'm not fully sure what it means. Like at the, at first when I look at it, but this, I was like, Oh, Oh girl, this makes perfect sense. I see it. Like just immediately. Like, yeah. so yeah, that's good. That checks out. Ooh. Ooh. I like this. Okay. 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 Oh, that's cute. That's real cute. Okay. So, um, sorry, that just went on like a full, had a full response to the card that just popped up here. Um, <laughs> but basically, what it means, what this card is that just popped up, it is another one from the Major Arcana. This is in the future position. This is things that are coming down the pipeline, which is great in this regard specifically, because you got the Magician. The Magician, uh, as a card, stands for self-empowerment and action. Okay. Which, like, just on its own is 
great. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that yeah. sounds awesome. That's a powerful con. <laughs> right? And it's it's actually very pretty. Oh, hold on. I I realized I just forgot to send you the photo and I meant to. Um <laughs> give me one second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like bad at remembering to take a photo. It's rather funny. Um, can, wait, I can act on things. Oh man, this is gonna be this is gonna be great. Ah oh, snap! Um, this one is really pretty. It's got a oh. uh, yeah, it's got a cheetah. It's got a, um, at least I think that's a, it's a cheetah with a bow tie, a sword, a pentagram, yes. a cup, and a stick. Yep, which are the four suits. Uh, it's the sword, pentacle, uh, cup, and wand. Um, this is like this actually. This is like yeah. um, this is like someone's um, like D and D one shot character. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I feel called out personally because I. <laughs> No, um, whatever I do, whatever I do play D&D, which um, get listeners will find that very funny after the uh, previous episode uh, that we had. I uh, I had Alex on uh, from uh, the Cryptid Keeper and a Horror Borealis. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, so Alex was the last uh, was the last guest, but we spent a good chunk of time talking about why D&D is awful. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I'm like, well, I. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I enjoy playing it, but that's because I play with people who aren't shitty people. Like, it's really, like, not that difficult to, like, it's just generally speaking not that difficult to play, like, a not shitty game of D&D. Yeah. Um, my, like, <laughs> like or at least I my, my, like, mm-hmm. only experience with D&D is, like, listening to the Adventure Zone and then running, like, a one-shot. So I've got very limited experience. I've had... Speaking of Alex, I've had a great experience with TTRPG playing Coffee Detective. Um, Hell yeah! An excellent role play game. I would highly recommend anyone go check it out. Um, I played it. Um, my my friend before the world shut down. My friend Sammy um, and me a little bit helping, but mostly Sammy created a um, local like queer TTRPG meetup. Um, yes, and it, for a while it got oh, like, got oh like twenty so to forty people, um, like uh, when it ran, um, and so I, I got the opportunity no. to play Coffee Detective with like groups of like five to like uh, seven people. It was really fun. Um, oh, oh, that's so good. Oh, that makes me so happy. I please tell me you tell. <laughs> please tell me you told Alex that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I think okay, I did t- good. <laughs> oh, I think God. I like tweeted at. I think I tweeted at Alex ages ago about it. Good. Oh, good. That makes me so happy. That just makes me so happy to hear. Also, that that like came into existence, had so many people there, and then also like like that they got to play a game that I truly, it is the only game that I have not played that I have been like hankering to play like i want to play that game so badly i have been Uh, and i will i've been bouncing around the idea of doing a uh at least a one-shot episode on a podcast playing it so if i ever get Mm. to that i'll probably invite you to come and play on it ah 
Yes! Oh my god. Okay, I just I just lost my mind a little bit because that's <laughs> incredible. And yes, absolutely. And I, I've um, got some. I I've got some already. I've got some excellent people you would love playing with. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That's so much fun. Um, But yeah, like, so this card in particular um, is just everything coming into balance. So literally everything we've previously spoken about um, is like, basically, if you if you act on these things, everything's going to turn out fantastic, Um, which is I God, I love this deck. This deck is very good at rounding things out in a very pretty way. (laughs) Just like, yep. Do what you gotta do, and everything will be great. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, excellent. Um, yeah, it's funny we keep talking about things and leading to to what the card was kind of talking about. Um, right? It literally keeps happening, and I love it so much that that happens because it's it's actually I don't know. Like, it, I think it it goes to show that like these the cards, while like sure they could potentially feasibly have some aspect of like perhaps fortune telling if you will insofar as i do generally believe that as human beings we are able to for the most part control what decisions we make that lead to outcomes that will occur to us like we are able to control what situations we put ourselves in in general Enough to where we are able to, we aren't able necessarily to control the outcome, but we are able to, um, actually, shit, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I think the best thing that I can say there is we are able to plan for things, um, and because we're able to plan for things, we can a little bit determine some of the things that will happen to us. Yeah, I think, no, I think you're on a really good train of thought just before that as well um because that is that's something that like like i said when i was when i started this like um sort of like chapter um in like the last few years setting boundaries and making decisions about that was something that i'd mm-hmm. like in the past not had a, a a great um idea of how to do or um being like proactive in doing and realizing that and deciding that I can make clear decisions on what I want to do, uh, who I want to be around and how I want to act um, is like really important. And knowing that you can do that and then acting on it and practicing that is really, really important. And um, has led to like me meeting like some of my favorite people um, and me getting work in the things that I actually enjoy doing. And I wouldn't have those things if a few years ago I didn't set these boundaries and these decisions um, and just uh, bit by bit act on them and create, like, carve out, like, the space that I want. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That makes me happy. Yeah. Like. Oh, yay. Journeys. <laughs> and I'm still... Uh, I'm still struggling with mental health and everything, but like I'm very appreciative of the friends I have uh, and um, the um, like I was saying the work I've been able to get, which I like if I didn't if at the end of last year when I realized that the job I had was just fucking killing me, um, if I didn't decide 
uh, at the start of last year um, that I wasn't going to let that happen anymore because um, like it was like a small business that like really like kept people there um just, yeah just like pressure um if i didn't decide that i was just gonna like be very clear about what i was doing and when i was gonna leave um unless like big changes were made um i wouldn't have left i'd still be there and i'd still i'd be working full-time in a job that physically hurt me yeah which oof I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little bit currently in that specific thing <laughs> in my day job specifically oh. like in fairness it's cuz I work for my mom. Um my uh with the caveat my mom is a good person and she does very good work but the work is surrounding racial justice and let me tell you that is taxing work and it is literally killing me. So like I do need to like ma- I I've fortunately the thing i've been able to do is work with a therapist to determine like yeah this is the plan of exit um granted that plan was pre-covid so i don't fucking know what the plan of exit is now um might have just pushed it back by like two years but i mean hey like that that plan of exit is still there um and at least making that step to acknowledging like yes this is how i get out of this thing um or yeah, this is how I get out of this thing. This is how I can move on to a different thing. Um, that's that's an important thing. Though, um, I think also to round off the, like, beautiful, the beautiful everythingness of this full conversation with also, like, just just the, the card that I just sent you. Um, yeah. Zebra. This is from the Unknown Animal Spirits deck. Um, and the three are the wild unknown animal spirits. Sorry, I don't think I said the word wild in there, which is, um, incorrect. So, uh, there we go. Um, the, the zebra is eccentric, creative, and visionary. That's the energy that the cards have told you to bring into this new phase. (laughs) It feels like... (laughs) <laughs> the most straightforward and like good thing to have possibly like just appeared in this thing. Like it's so like I couldn't have gone in here and selected a more appropriate card for the rest of the reading. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially it, reading the uh, description. <laughs> right. It's so, uh, it's such a lovely one. Um, for the listeners, it is zebras are the most precious of gems. They are young at heart, well-cultured, and have an undying curiosity about life. Being in the company of a zebra personality is not only is delight, uh, ah, sorry, not only is a delight, but also opens our minds. Be prepared. Their potent magic is contagious, and you may soon find yourself in a faraway land, expanding your worldview while having a blast. Zebras also like to contribute to the global health through environmental and volunteer work. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) It's so very specific and right there. My, zebras, it's like they were listening. Zebras are known to have been called quirky by their art teacher in primary school. <laughs> Honestly, because <laughs> the word eccentric is on this page, I mean, 
Oh my god, that makes me so happy. It's like the cards listened, but before I said anything. You know what I mean? Like, before either of us said anything, the cards were listening and paying attention. And they fully called the energy that I would say you already have. But also, it it literally sort of seemed like the thing that it was saying anyway was, nah, just, like, you're... You've already, as we were going through discussion, you've already figured out what the plan is and what you need to do to, to like, act on things and sort of work to move forward. You've already figured that out, which means you already sort of have the energy to do it. So this is just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, this is the energy you already have. So go ahead and do the thing you're doing, yeah. which is so nice. And the, I don't know, it just it makes me smile. Like, I am smiling ear to ear right now because it's so... It feels correct. Yeah, no, that makes me. I smile love it smile. when the read. I'm also smiling. Um, Good. It's. Yeah. It's um. I don't know. Acting on things, mm-hmm. for me, has always been. It's always. I mean, it's never really felt like I didn't have the energy. It's more felt like. Um, worrying about whether it's the the right direction. And self-confidence and then also um uh overthinking of just like <laughs> going over and over and mapping out every single thing in my mind and that's where like the things i was talking about with like deciding on boundaries and decisions has helped a lot with like kind of separating um like kind of separating up into like here's um all this stuff i'm worried about and all this stuff i'm thinking about and then here's this list of things that um i don't do i don't i don't work over time and like hurt myself climbing ladders and shit mm. now um even if i'm still even if i was still in that job my thought process was that's not what i do i don't do that and um now i need to take the actions to move away from that because that's not that's not me that's not what i do and then uh-huh. in like the last year uh last like year and a half like not having full-time work anymore um and being very 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 burnt out from full-time work for like four years um like after working for four uh-huh. years doing this full-time work and stopping and being getting like this big wave of like um exhaustion come down from that because like it's exhausting stopping um when it all hits you um and like continuing with those boundaries of like oh well for now um i don't do full-time work i'm not looking for that specifically i'm looking to do work in podcasting um and then spending the year like having a hard time financially but sticking to that and being like this is this is what i'm aiming for and it's like it's starting to like really get a lot lot closer to that, which is really good. Um, and it wouldn't have happened if I didn't um, have this like separate list from like what I'm worried about and what I'm thinking about, which is here's what I here's what I do, and this is what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah, which is super. Oh, it's God the. Mm. In and of itself, that is a lesson that we should give to everybody. Um, lesson for everybody. 
establish the boundaries of the things that you are looking for and the things that you are not going to do. Um, take that list of things you're worried about. It's an important list to have that to review on occasion, but um, just generally speaking, good good to have those lists, all of those lists all together um, and be able to like look at that and remember that and move forward with the intention of holding to those. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of like, yeah. um, it's like, it's kind of like giving yourself permission, but you don't even need permission. It's just not what you do, if you know what I mean. I don't need mm-hmm. permission. Like, I, I I struggled with it, obviously. I didn't, I, I obviously needed a lot of validation and permission to leave my, the job that was hurting me, but I don't. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't need permission, if you know what I mean, like. It's just a decision. It doesn't yeah. uh, doesn't have to be that much of a thing. Self reliance. That's <laughs> what I call that. Self reliance. Woo. And keeping one's own counsel. Yeah, it's like in my head. I've just got the, I've got the, <laughs> the the Jedi Council. And I go and visit them, and they criticize me, <laughs> and they tell me to take a seat, and then. <laughs> Then they tell me that I'm kicked out of the council. It sucks. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm like, oof. If my if my depression voice was a council akin to the Jedi, the council, I'm like, listen, that's that's a lot. I can't deal with that. Like. I got one voice who is just generally aggravating, who literally just says, girl, you ain't shit, over and over again, which is aggravating in and of itself. But, like, I mean, that one voice is manageable. If it's a full-ass council, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. no. I don't got it. <laughs> no, mine's That's not a, a council. It's just, it's just me, and I'm usually pretty kind to myself, which is good. That is good. I also just generally like want to note, um, because I like complimenting people. You are one of the nicest people I've ever met. Like it's just very like I just and with the one of the best energies just of a human being. Like and I just I massively appreciate you. You feel very like calming and centering, which is very good. And and I I like that a lot. Oh, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's just a <laughs> touching moment aside there. Um <laughs> that is so um that that's the reading. That's the reading there. Um I think uh I'm glad that it that it was mostly accurate. Um I suppose now would be a decent time for you to tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, I've been keeping it a secret for a long time, but <laughs> no, for real though, I it's been a weird year for everyone it's been two weird years for me um i kind of like had a hard time doing creative stuff last year so um i don't and then this whole thing happened with this year and so like there's nothing regular right now and that's fine um but you can find me on twitter um i would i recommend i <laughs> i don't even know what my <laughs> i don't even know what my my fun my fun good artist twitter handle is um and i don't want to I don't really want to get into why they're separate. That's a whole other story. Um, it, it's right. weird, but it, it um, 
You can no, I can't even read this out. Just go to the description. <laughs> it's at skaterboy94. You'll not you'll not be able to type that out. Um, look in the description <laughs> for my Twitter handle. Look on Twitter. Look on JV's. Look on JV's Twitter for for connections to me. You'll find me. I'm Eamon. Um But yeah. as far as what I'm doing, um, me and uh, me and two others do a. Well, we don't do it, but we have formed a small collective it's not even a collective it's just us it's just us three hopefully making things called team asterisk we made a youtube channel for a little while where we did gaming videos um and we're working on getting some podcasts out there's a podcast called wiki roulette which is very short um fun um diet like very short fun overviews of wikipedia pages in just like a very silly way which is fun um but the main thing with team asterisk is it's kind of our effort to make something uh it's our effort to um for one make uh just a label that we can say is our our little thing and it's queer and it's fun but also everything we make is transcribed and as accessible as we can make it um, and we're just trying to show that we care a lot about right. that. Mm-hmm. That reminds me that I need to get this show transcribed. I've been meaning to do that. It's just part part of the issue for me with like being able to do that is that I straight up can't afford to do it and I don't have the actual time to do it myself. So it would require putting it into like one of the free softwares, which I don't necessarily, which aren't usually necessarily the most accurate. They'll be kind of close, but not super accurate. But um, like I'm going to have to do that. There's sort of no other real choice at this point. Um, I'm going to do that, but then I'm going to review them, which will take hopefully less time. Um, and hopefully being able to do that will just be possible. Yeah. Oh, in uh, any case, it's a hard thing to do. And people who do like transcription work, um, that's, I I really hope y'all are getting paid well because you deserve like pretty much as much as it costs to edit something because it's exhausting and it's, it's things take pretty much the same amount of work. Um, and it's like transcribe something. It takes like at least three to four times as long as the actual thing. Um, it's a it's a real job um, and uh, yeah, so it is we we transcribe all our own stuff um, the one thing we do to like avoid the the thing that a lot of creators get and like uh, I've seen a lot of like discussions about it like um, um, like mm-hmm. there's a I don't know I honestly I'm not really the right person to talk about accessibility we're just striving for it um, but everything we release it doesn't get released unless it's transcribed and that ah nice i don't know if i can recommend that because it it makes things not get released um and there's arguments about um anyway that's that no i can understand i can understand both points there of like of the like i like the intention and i think it's a good intention i think if you have the resources to be able to do it then you should um i do think that there is i also i don't know i genuinely think it's transcribing things to the thing that's important i like slowly over the course of like several years uh, but really starting from an injury when i was like 12 um I only have partial hearing in one ear, um, 
<laughs> so funny thing, if there's a casual photo of me just sort of out there and you see that I have one headphone in, I guarantee you the ear that that headphone is in is the one that I can't actually hear very well out of. Um, no. Because, yeah. Like, well, mainly because if I, if I'm, I can listen, I can still hear things, but I, if I'm listening to it in that ear, the things that I won't hear are weird mouth noises that bother the hell out of me. Ooh. Like, you know what I mean? Like things like that, frequencies like that are just not like things that I can super hear with that one i can hear them all in the other one which is really fucking aggravating to be honest with you like i don't know like i don't know i would would rather prefer to have full hearing of both ears just generally but well um to be able to have one ear that does that its slight superpower is not being able to hear mouth noises (laughs) wonderful like wonderful but because of that i do super like a i like trans Ah. transcriptions of things are things that I know eventually I'm going to super need them like to be able to engage in um, a lot of content so I appreciate when it is done I also just have to notice that like in order to do it like it would be best to hire a person to do it just generally because like one it's a job and those people deserve to be paid and wherever possible I would like to do so Um, the problem is i also am not going to ask them to not like get paid but also still do the thing and i want them to get paid fairly but the resource to be able to pay those people is also not something i have at the moment exactly but when i do yeah that's... when i do y'all mm. yeah and that's like that's just kind of like why we've like that's kind of like we i i'm very aware that it makes it harder for us to release things um and like I think that that trade-off is fine for us um, because, I mean, I still release things personally a little more haphazardly. Um, but Team Astra stuff, I've, we've got like a commitment to just nothing goes out unless it has a transcript. And I think the idea there is that like when we have time, energy or finances to throw into it and um, mm. make things faster and pay people for anything, um, it's already built in and it doesn't have to be an afterthought. Like a lot of people end up struggling with like maximum fun, having to go back and like add transcripts for every single show on their network. Um, in post. God, like I literally just thought of that and my whole brain was like, girl, I can't. That's so many. Yeah. That's so many. Shows. And then like just seeing like, um, just like some other shows that I like, just like um, needing to go, well, needing and wanting to go back and add transcripts. Um, and it just being a monumental task of like there being a hundred episodes to transcribe. And it's like, no, if we're going to do, um, if we're going to do anything under team asterisk, let's, let's solve that from the start. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I, that's one of the things that I think I appreciate about audio fiction. Uh, one of the things that I did appreciate about audio fiction specifically was that, Hey, those things were literally built in when I had to write the thing in the first. So, I mean, like, it's bec- it's the freeform things like this one that make it incredibly difficult yeah. for me to be able to transcribe it. <laughs> but these shows are also easier for me to do, which is kind of frustrating. Yeah. Um, but, and honestly, you know, that, that's like, just... that's actually that the mindset has like led me to like, oh, I'm going to aim to like make things that are much, much shorter. Um Mm. And, and that gives me more opportunity to experiment. And so that's my vibe right now. 
Totally. <laughs> we say this looking at the time <laughs> clock that says one thirty-six. I'm like, well, um, <laughs> sorry, y'all. No, not sorry, honestly, because I genuinely just love this conversation and this whole thing has been delightful. Um, we're going to continue discussing this after I click stop recording um, for a couple of reasons, not the least of which is uh, also Zencaster has to upload. So um, has to upload <laughs> your audio to me. So, um, so don't disappear yet. But um, yeah, I, I guess turning myself to the listeners, thank you all so much for listening to uh, for listening to this conversation. If you have any other sort of takes on the cards that you know on the cards and the spread that you saw here, feel free to let us both know. Uh, let us both know what you think about those things. Yeah. I only have a small amount of experience with reading tarot like the last year well i've like had a tarot deck pretty much every year since i was 12 but like i still don't like that doesn't mean i've used it all the time you know what i mean (laughs) oh yeah and this deck is yeah this deck is a very unique one i've had roller skates for a few months that doesn't mean anything See now the skater boy tag makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, it does. It was actually skater boys. <laughs> funnily enough, skater boys based on my very first email, which my older sister helped me pick. Um, and it was literally skater boy ninety four at hotmail because of Avril oh Levine and of course being small. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. <laughs> god i still okay actually that's a that i'm glad you mentioned a song because there's a bit at the end where i ask people to turn up to a specific kind of music (laughs) and i usually like to tie it to something we mentioned during the thing so we'll turn up to skater boy feels really good um um, (laughs) i i literally like there are certain days where I feel like a petulant teenager and I just want to run down the street feeling like a petulant teenager. And that's when I put on old Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it just makes for a very good day. Um, a day of like high drama and high energy, but really good makeup though. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, y'all uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you can find me at, Red, black, golden, uh, black is spelled kind of fancy, B-L-A-Q-U-E on Twitter and also on Instagram and also on Discord with the little number afterwards being 1407. Um, and uh, the show, you can find the show at JV underscore reads. Sorry, I had to burp during the middle of that sentence, which is not. <laughs> ideal or helpful um but uh if you have any questions about anything uh i almost said call me and i'm like don't call me call me do not call me i refuse i will not pick up the phone um but (laughs) definitely uh get in touch if you have any questions or anything or if you feel you need any kind of support, um, be well, dear friends. Do as much good work as you possibly can while also acknowledging that we are in a pandemic and things are stressful as shit and the world is on fire. It's fine. Um, and 
<laughs> turn up to some skater boy like we were just saying um and i guess in addition to that stay safe out there y'all my beautiful beautiful people stay safe out there <laughs> <laughs>